Welcome to Life as a Teacup, a space where authentic journeys are shared through questions, and I guess you could say this is something more than surface level. I'm your host Sands, and on this week's episode, we look at what God leading you looks like. Obviously, I can't speak for you, so this episode is to give insights on the way that God leads. I guess the first place we could start is what is the definition of lead? And according to the dictionary, it is to cause a person or animal to go with one by holding them by the hand. Obviously, this is in the case of a person. And the verse that comes to mind is Isaiah 41 verse 10. And reading from the ESV, it basically says, Fear not, I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That in itself, that scripture already kind of encapsulates what the definition of lead is. And when I read that scripture, what I hear is, don't fear, God is here. He will strengthen you and help you. He is your God. Um, I love the fact that that insinuates relationship with him. He will uphold you with his righteous right hand, um, which in itself, the word will kind of tells you that this is a promise. God promises you that he will hold you up with his right hand. Another definition for the word lead is a route or means of access to a particular place or direction. Um, In this case, I guess you could link it to your purpose, being directed or given access to a particular direction or place. Another definition for the word lead is a position of advantage. When I think of that, I immediately think of Deuteronomy 28 verse 13. This scripture basically says, And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail, and you shall only go up and not down. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, being careful to do them. In all of these cases, it gives the onus to the person being led to actually follow. And I love the fact that Deuteronomy does tell you that the prerequisite for all of this, being the head and not the tail, being above and not beneath, is obedience. And so I guess the next question would be, how do you know that God is leading you? Confirmation that God is leading you could come through scripture. If you look at the way life is going, coincidences could be a great indicator that God is leading you as well as repetitions of ideas or directions in different forms. Let's say someone says something to you and then you read something and then you listen to something else and they all kind of have the same story or um, narrative to them. That could be God leading you. I do believe that God leading you has a sense of peace and a freedom of striving. So when you're going, if God is leading you, you feel peace, a certain calmness that can only be found in Christ that enables you to do what you need to do without feeling like you need to scramble for something or you're missing out. I also feel like when God is leading you, it's usually to a place where you know you can't do it without his help. And that requires you to be dependent on him. This is usually because you've come to the end of your ability. You can't go any further in your own 
human strength to complete the task or see the vision to fruition. The next question would be, what if I don't want to go? Um, In this case, it's like, what if I don't want to go where God is leading me? I don't think you can run away from God's will, especially if you are living a life that is to please him. I'm just thinking of Jonah and how he didn't want to go. Um, He went in the opposite direction and still in his disobedience, he ended up endangering other people. So think about it that way. You not going where you should be going could actually endanger other people. Looking at Jonah's story, even in his disobedience, yes, he disobeyed, but eventually he ended up going where he wanted to go or where he was instructed to go rather. And that detour wasted time and resources, not only his own, but someone else's. Eventually he still ended up going to preach in Nineveh. So I think you'd have to ask yourself, why don't you want to go and be honest about it? When you are honest about it, go to God and tell him, God, I don't necessarily know why I should be going. Please give me a bit more clarity. I want to go, but I'm not too sure why I should be going. Um, Yeah, I think another thing you need to do when you don't want to obey is to grieve the idea of what you thought it would pan out like. Sometimes we plan out our lives and God tells us to go in a different direction that will eventually lead us to where we want to go. But it's important to grieve that idea of what you wanted to do because in that grieving, you actually allow God to heal those areas of pain, of disappointment, of whatever other emotions you're feeling in that moment. But that also empowers you to then encourage other people when they get to a place where they know they don't want to be going there, but it's necessary for their purpose. I think I would also say, if you don't want to go, ask God to help you through it. I think a lot of the time we kind of sit with it and be like, I don't want to go. And then you throw like a tantrum or you sulk and that's where it ends without actually asking God to to help you, without actually going to him and asking him to walk alongside you. Even if it means asking him to hold your hand a little tighter do it because that is what actually enables you to go when your whole being is saying no i also think another thing to consider is what your community is saying around you sometimes you may not necessarily understand what the instruction is or you just need an encouragement in that area in terms of pursuing what god has told you to do I would say consult your community ask them for prayers ask them for advice Um, put yourself in a place where you can be accountable to them but also you can have that support system as you venture out into the deep I think right about now would be a good place to have a checkpoint question where you actually examine yourself and just ask like do I actually believe that it will all work out Do I actually believe what God says in Romans when he says all things work out for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purposes? Do I actually believe it? And if you don't, ask yourself why. Why don't you believe it? Take all of these questions to God and he will help you process through them. 
one thing that I used to struggle with that kind of links to the next question was stepping out alone, actually being the only person who was pursuing this type of thing or going about something in a certain direction or path that no one else had taken it from. And the question essentially was, what if people don't actually understand what I'm doing? What if people don't get what God is asking me to do? I think a lot of the time we want people to understand. So we don't feel as judged or as uncertain as we are in those moments. And it's a real thing to feel. But one verse that I always kind of remind myself when I face moments like that where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm stepping out alone. Oh my gosh, what if people don't get it? The verse that I keep going back to is Galatians 1 verse 10. And it says, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If we're still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. And so that's that's what I kind of remind myself. Like, sons, you're here. You are trying to please God. If pleasing God means obeying him, then obey. It may be difficult, but (laughs) you got to go, babe. You've got to go. I guess I would have like three things that I kind of do when I get stuck. The first thing that I do is I weigh out the benefits of stepping out or holding back. There's just something about actually looking at what the benefits are for each thing and just seeing it physically, like tangibly, what you'll be missing out on just by holding back that actually almost motivates you to step out. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's just how I feel. The second thing that I do is I speak to people who will boost my dreams, people who will give me encouragement. This goes back to that community that I was talking about earlier, where if you speak to them and they encourage you and they give you that strength to just push a bit further, like push the envelope just a bit more, there's something that happens when you speak to people who actually give you the energy, people who hype you up when you're about to step out. Those are the people you need in your corner. The third thing that I do is I get a glimpse of what the potential direction or destination could be. And just seeing, not necessarily in my own life, but what someone else has done when they stepped out of the borders and just being encouraged or inspired, that actually helps me to actually want to go further, to just jump into the deep end and see that I can actually float. Because I think sometimes it's more fear than anything that stops us from stepping out alone. It's fear that actually wants us to hold back. And once you get a glimpse that someone else can do it, that's just encouraging that truly you will not fall. God is holding you up. When we then look at the question of accountability, what accountability looks like when God is leading you, I think you probably know the very first answer I would give there community 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 i cannot shout that louder (laughs) like community is key when it comes to god leading you one you need people who can discern what the holy spirit is saying as well who can instruct you 
to go in certain areas or who can warn you when you're about to derail um, you also need people who will encourage you when you're feeling scared to step out people who will boost you people who will hype you up for doing the right thing people who remind you of the promises that you've made of the goals and the type of person you're trying to become community 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 who exactly can you trust with your dreams that's what i would ask you who exactly in your community can you trust with your dreams can you trust with the direction that god has given you sometimes god leading you would require you to remove people from your life because they can't take you forward or immerse yourself with new people because they're the ones that actually will have the capacity to not necessarily sustain you but to hold you up and encourage you in the way that you would need humans to do it for you and so accountability in this area when god is leading you firstly it's between you and god what type of relationship do you guys have um how accountable do you want to be if we are looking at the past episodes that we've had so far accountability to god is key and then accountability to a community as well so when it comes to god leading you i think it's just always key to remember that he is there with you he is holding your hand don't be afraid to step out even if you're doing it by yourself don't be afraid to step out weigh out the options seek community to help you navigate in that space but also remember that god will confirm his leading either through scripture through people or possibly dreams and god leading you has peace and a freedom of strife that's all for this week's episode thank you so much for listening we'll connect on instagram at life as a teacup and i can't wait to see you in the next episode bye